listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. Hosted by high-stakes headhunter, author, and professional speaker, Scott Love. This is the Rainmaking Podcast, and my name is Scott Love, your host. Thanks for joining me today. Well, this is episode number 90. You know what that means? It means that we have over 45 hours, about 45 hours of business development content that you can listen to absolutely free. Now, before we talk about who our guest is today and our topic for today, let me tell you about this and how I've structured this show so that it can help you. It can be a resource for you. Whenever we post the new show, we always start out with the topic title and then the guest name. So that if you listen to this on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or iHeartRadio or C-Suite Network or even on my website, you can scroll up and down the list and pick and choose certain topics that you think would be interesting to you. And you can earmark those or bookmark those and listen to them on your commute or when you're working in the yard or washing dishes. Turn your commute time into money-making time and turn it into an education. So that's one tip that I wanted to share with you. There's a vast number of resources that we have featured on this since I launched this last year, and I'm really proud of what we've done with this, and thank you for making this a top 3% podcast. Now, let me tell you about who our guest is today. Mike Regina is someone that I met several years ago, pre-COVID, when he started hosting these fantastic business dinners in major markets, New York, Philadelphia, D.C., L.A., He would bring business executives from different industries together with one goal. It's creating connection, creating friendships, where after a great meal, we'd get to know people. We'd share ideas. We'd share information. We'd share leads and even referrals. So if your company is looking for a speaker to speak at your sales meeting, Mike is someone that I'd highly recommend. If you're involved in an association that has an annual conference, check him out. All of his information is on the show notes. Now, he is a motivational leader a speaker, and a business builder with a compelling vision for sales teams, entrepreneurs, and executives. And in Mike's keynote presentations, he shares his strategies and tools to generate exceptional business return on investment. His insights, passions, and experiences, all of those create a roadmap to guide people to increase sales, brand recognition, and build social capital quality and depth. Now, as always, this show is sponsored by Leopard Solutions Legal Intelligence suite of products, Firmscape, and Leopard BI. Push ahead of the pack with the power of Leopard. And now, here's my interview with Mike Regina. This is Scott Love. Thanks for joining me on the Rainmaking Podcast. We've got a repeat guest today, one of my favorites, Mike Regina. Mike, thanks for joining me on the show today. Scott, thanks so much for having me. It is a pleasure and a joy to be back. I'm excited for today. Absolutely. Now, for those of you that haven't heard of Mike, he is probably one of the most well-connected people I've ever met. And I met Mike when he started hosting dinners in New York and Philadelphia. Then he started doing in West Coast and even, even in D.C. a few times, Mike. And that was fantastic. And I knew here's somebody special. Here's somebody that understands business and not just how to run a business, but how to create a personal brand, which is what we're talking about today. Our topic is personal branding for professional services practitioners. And Mike, let me ask you this. Let's kind of start with some working definitions. When we say a personal brand, what does that mean exactly? So a personal brand is really, you know, what are people's perception mm-hmm. of yourself? Right. I mean, that is a personal brand. Okay, so when, when someone says Scott Love, what do they say about Scott Love? Who is he? What is looks he like about? Looks like Brad Pitt. Looks like Brad Pitt. Yeah, right. <laughs> I was going to say that. 
<laughs> right, right, right. So, I mean, so it, we, it's very basic, you know, it's not, you know, personal brand. People can really complicate it if they want, but I mean, at the core, that's what it is. What do people, you know, it's perception of you. So would it be fair to say that these are the adjectives, these are the descriptions that people are going to give when asked about you? Is that kind of an easy way to understand Absolutely. that? Absolutely. 100%. 100%. So let me think, let me think about this then. Do you think that is a personal brand, is it contrived or is it something, should we look at a client facing persona or should we look at who we really are on the inside? What's, what's kind of the formula for pushing this brand out there? I think what is so critical to a personal brand is that you be yourself. I think a lot of times people try and be someone that they're not. And eventually it catches up because it's so hard to try and be someone that you're not right. because you don't even know who they are. Right, right. right? And it's not you. And eventually it's going to catch up. Where they're going to be like, hey, you know what? That's not Mike Regina. The Mike Regina that I know. And actually, I just did a, a presentation yesterday, spoke to a uh, business uh, mastermind group, you know, on how, you know, how to build a legacy brand and the steps for that. It's, you know, got to be yourself. Right. I mean, look, if people don't like you for who you are, yeah. you got to move on. Yeah, you're absolutely right. And that's one thing that I've learned in my business because I'm selling, I'm recruiting, I'm selling to partners, I'm selling to a sophisticated crowd, and they can pick up on a phony in a heartbeat. And if they know that you're authentic, then they will be more inclined to trust you. If you try to be somebody else, then they're not going to. And tell me about this. What were some of the key takeaways from your presentation that you gave? Kind of share that with our audience, Mike. Yeah, I mean, I would say like the three takeaways, what I like to call the business trifecta, totally made Mm -hmm. it up. The three things are always being on, always listening, and always delivering. If you do those three things solid on a daily basis, you are going to have a legacy brand and it is going to stick for years to come. You're going to be able to go into all different industries. If you're an entrepreneur, a serial entrepreneur, you're going to have a foot up on the competition. You're going to even eliminate competition uh, if you have a strong personal brand, which to me should be the hyper focus of any business. Right. So this is surprising to me when you say things like listening. I would have thought you would have said you got to have a flashy website. You got to shine up your Rolex watch. You got to have limousines take you to meetings and be super fancy. I mean, I thought that's what that's what. So, so no, we've got to be on. We've got to listen. We've got to deliver. When you say being on, what do you mean by that? When you say you've got to be on, what does that mean? Like I am always on, like I'm always ready. Like if the coach is going to put me into a game, I'm ready. If, if a phone call comes into the office, I am ready. I'm going to be answering with excitement. If I'm at a networking event and I'm going to meet someone, whether it be the first time or for the hundredth time, I am on, I am going to treat every interaction like it's the first impression because I want to hit it out of the park. I had a friend of mine about five, six years ago, come up to me, says, Mike, you are always on. And I said, Tim, I'll tell you something, buddy. I really want you to know that I appreciate that. And the reason why I appreciate that is because I work hard at that. And what is so critical to always being on is that it allows me to protect my brand If I am not on, my brand is exposed. Listen, you can spend 30 years building a brand and in one tweet, one post, one sentence, 
She gone. You're going to go Elon Musk here, right? <laughs> she gone. Right. <laughs> so when you're on, you're going to make better decisions, right? You're going to think clearly. You're going to have emotional intelligence, right? Because you're focused on protecting the brand. Now, like I said, that's why it's so critical and important to be yourself. Right. You know, people want to work with people that they know, like, and trust. So be who you are and like vice that, versa. I like right? that quote. Treat every interaction as if it's the first impression. Every time. If you do that, right, people buy people first. I don't care what business you're in. People are going to buy people first. If I don't trust someone, I can tell you right now, I'm not, yeah. I'm not buying. I am not a buyer. And you can, you know, believe it or not, I mean, there's a lot of control over purchasing power. I think the stat something like 75 to 80% of consumers are more likely to buy a product when learning about it from a family or friend. Right. So just think about the power of your brand and how much you can increase sales through relationships. You know, everything that you've said here so far, being on, listening, always delivering, being yourself. And I like this quote, treat every interaction as if it's the first impression. All of this goes to building trust with people, doesn't it? A hundred percent. You know, we need to be intentional with everything that we do. That's probably one of my favorite words. I have it, you know, at the, you know, in my uh, signature, my email signature is be intentional with everything. Everything we need to be intentional. I mean, if we're going to be productive, if we're going to be efficient, if we're going to make a difference, then we need to be intentional. We, we just can't be that shotgun approach. We need to be rightful. And now we're really, you know, taking advantage of the opportunities that we have, time, people, whatever that may be. Yeah. So I liked it. The three things you said, the first one was being on. The second one was, oh, I can't remember what was it. I was always listening. Oh, that's it. I know. I'm just kidding. I was actually listening. I was actually listening. (laughs) (laughs) You nailed it. That's something that I would do, brother. I I was thinking about myself when you're saying that. So I wasn't paying attention and I wasn't listening. What was number two? Oh, I was listening. ADHD. So, So tell me more about this. How can we become intentional about listening? What are some action steps related to something so simple? How can I become a better listener? to my clients and prospects, and even those other people in my life, like family and friends. I think, do we want to have better answers? Number one, do we want to be able to serve, you know, our relationships better, uh, you know, whether it be personal or professional, just think about the amount of times that people are so focused on giving their answer instead of listening to the entire question. Yeah. Think about how much you miss. Okay. When you're talking to maybe a potential client and this person is just sharing challenges or the wins or whatever it is that has to do with the company or the business, and you're in the middle of his presentation or whatever it is that he's saying, you interrupt him because you have a question or something that you want to share. And now you miss the full 360 degree opportunity where you could have really had the right answer. And when you have the right answer, what goes up? Revenue goes up. Sales go up. Closes go up. Listen, look, look at, look at the way that we're built. How many ears do you have? Yeah, two. How many mouths? Yeah, one. Okay. I mean, that right there should speak to why we need to be good at listening. That's right. That's right. And another That's thing right. too is when I ask questions, like my number one goal in networking is to ask as many questions as I possibly can to get to the point where someone says, you know what? We're just talking about me. What about you, Mike? Now I know how to respond. 
Not only do I know how to respond, I know how to find common ground, which is critical to a relationship is finding that common ground because that bond is everything. And I know how to now make my message stick because I have an understanding of what this person likes and doesn't like. And then I know too about the people that he needs to meet or she needs to meet. Right. And guess what? If I'm making connections, if I'm like having a conversation with you, Scott, and you know, you're telling me who you are, what you're about, what business you do. And I'm like, Scott, you need to meet John Davis. You also need to meet Stacy Stevens. And you know what? And I think they're going to be great connections for you. And they end up being great connections for you. What is the likelihood that you're going to say, hey, Mike, you know what? I really need to help you. Right. I have some people that I want to introduce you to. And now I meet those people. And what begins? The process of eliminating competition. Right. That's There's right. People do business with people that they know, like, and trust. Period. End of story. If I don't trust someone, am I really, or even a business, I don't care if they're online. If I don't trust someone, am I really going to buy from them? Right. See, I like where we're going with this, where it puts you, our listener, in a situation where, like you said, you remove competition. They're no longer a threat because of the trust that you've earned. There's no need for your client to think about anybody else. And it goes back to the personal branding, being on, listening, and always delivering. And let me ask you this, Mike, when you talked about listening, let me, let me kind of share this thought and see what you think. I, what I learned when I got into the legal niche years and years ago, I knew how to recruit and legal was a new industry for me at one time. I didn't know a lot about that. So I had to ask questions when I'm talking to my client prospects and even to candidates. And I found that they were making judgments about me based on the quality of questions that I was asking. And in fact, through those questions, I actually earned their trust and grew closer to them. What do you think about that concept? Yeah. I mean, listen, it's, it's everything. I mean, asking questions is going to be a game changer. It's just going to be a game changer. If you don't do that, you're, you're just going to struggle. Right. You're going to struggle in finding answers. So let me ask and, you and this. What they're about. Right. And let me ask you this. And related to our personal brand, we're, we're thinking of how we're going to be described when people ask, what are some of the big challenges that you've seen those in professional services that they're facing as they're thinking about their brand, as they're thinking about how they can be on, how they can listen, how they can always deliver? What, what are some of the challenges that you think most of them face? You know what? I always being on, I, I think a lot of times businesses, you know, whether it be service-based or product-based, I mean, they're just not on. I, I think about just this morning, I went into a gas station, a gas station. I went inside and the first thing that they said was welcome to Blue Water. Wow. I've never gone into a gas station where someone actually welcomed me. I've never, I've never been in one. And I said, you know what, what a game changer. Why? Because they're on, they are on. And not only are they on, but they're delivering. Yeah. Those are two things that they just did right there. I mean, they're delivering on the experience. They're delivering on the service. I literally light up when I walked in and they said, welcome to blue water. And I'm like, Hey, are you kidding me? I'm here at a gas station and I'm going inside to the convenience store and they're welcoming me. No one does that. It's almost like the Chick-fil-A, right? Experience. There is no experience like the Chick-fil-A in, right. in a restaurant, right? In a quick serve or, you know, fast food restaurant. There's just nothing like it. So guess what? They now have a customer for life. So think about it too. One of the, the benefits of having a strong personal brand 
is you're going to come back. And when mm. things go south, let's just say on the economy side, right? Let's just say, you know, the economy starts tanking. Guess what? You're still going to have loyal fans coming to you because you build be, a strong personal brand. Would it be fair to say that there's equity in a brand? Oh, there's tons of equity. I mean, it, it, your brand can make or break you. I think about, we just did multiple interviews, right? Because we just brought on two new people into one of our businesses. And one of the things that totally blows me away is that when we get onto a Zoom, who's smiling and who's not? Yeah. Literally just smiling. Change. Changes the dynamic of that initial first impression. Those that don't, it's like, you're not in the game. You're not on. You're not ready. You're literally saying, you know what? I have no desire to be here. Are you kidding me? Listen, you get one chance to make a first impression, hit it out of the park every time. If you truly want this position, then act like it. Right. So this affects all aspects, not just when we're in sales, but when we're interviewing any top, any part of our business. We are all in sales. I don't care where you are. Everything is sales. Yeah. No matter what you're doing. I mean, you're just constantly selling. That's why it's important to be who you are. So what do you think have been some surprises that came out of the crisis in terms of our personal brands? What's been the most surprising revelation you've seen over the last two years as it relates to this issue? I think it's, you know, one of the biggest thing is just people being vulnerable, you know, right. just being vulnerable and also just, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, like when we're understanding. Having empathy. Empathy, that's it. That's right. big, so, and, you know, one of the things is being vulnerable that, that has come out of that and then having empathy. I think empathy is the leading driver of the brands over the past two years. It's just recognizing that people have gone through some challenging times. Yeah, look, some have, you know, been wildly successful and been able to break through and, you know, have tremendous sales, you know, those types of things. But being empathetic towards anyone because it's not what everyone has experienced. Some people, you know, when challenges come, they go and act differently and, they make different decisions that maybe are negative. Guess what? You just have to be empathetic. Right. Those are all so great I think ideas. those two things. Yeah. Right. That's great. That's great. So tell us about the, well, before I get into about your offerings, I wanted to ask you this. If, if there were three action steps you could share with our listeners, what actions can they take to build or improve their personal brand? What would be those three steps you would give them? I mean, look, I just like to keep things simple. I really do. And, and I'm not going to get off of the three pillars that I shared. So just always being on, always be listening, and then always be delivering. You know, I mean, if you're not doing those three things, you're missing out on a huge opportunity. And, and guess what? And you just can't do one by itself. You know, one by itself is not going to be successful. You might have a little bit for being on, but if you're not a good listener, it doesn't matter that you're on. Because you're not going to be able to deliver exactly what it is that they want. So if you have always on, always listening, okay, that's great. Hey, guess what? I was on. I was listening to everything they said, but I didn't show up. I didn't deliver. Okay, that's great. It was just a pipe dream. Now your brand is, hey, look, great, great people. But man, they just, they didn't deliver. Yeah, right. Now, now you're done. 
I like that. That's a good trilogy of focus. I like that. Being on, listening, delivering. That's great. Yeah. And it's all about simple. It's all about the other person too. It's all about everything. Listen, anything that we do in business, leadership, whatever it is, it's not about us. It's about the other person. And the minute that we take our focus off of the other person, we're screwed. We're going to be limited. Right. We're going to be limited. So at any time, it's all about how can I deliver as much value as possible to that other person? No matter who it is. You've got some great wisdom. I know that people listening want to learn more about you. We're going to put your links on the show notes. And tell us about the offerings that you have. I know you have an auditing company. Tell us a little bit about that. But then what are some of the other things in terms of your speaking and consulting that you'd like our listeners to know about you? Yeah, you know, fortunate and blessed to be able to have... uh, uh, three um, companies right now, one being a construction management company, which is more you know regionally based up in the Philadelphia area. And then we have our post auditing company, Global Post Auditing Solutions, uh, where we provide post auditing of freight payments for Fortune 500 companies. Just an awesome business growing. We were Inc. 5000 winners last year, uh, which is the top 5,000 privately held companies in the um, United States. So super proud of that accomplishment. And then also MikeRegina.io, which is my personal brand, loves speaking on relationship marketing, entrepreneurship, the importance of passion and purpose in business, obviously building a legacy brand. Those things are what gets me excited. Love doing workshops with sales teams, uh, leaders, and then you know delivering inspirational messages, whether it be keynote, motivational, whatever it may be. I just love people and the ability to be able to get them thinking outside the box. That's Too many mind. times everyone thinks out is thinking inside the box. Well, you've got a lot of wisdom, some great advice here. Thank you for joining us. We're going to have you back on the show in the future, Mike. Can't wait. Let's again do it. For being here. Yes, sir. Thanks, Thanks a lot, Mike. Appreciate it, Scott. Thank you for listening to the Rainmaking Podcast. For more information about our recruiting services for international law firms, visit our website at attorneysearchgroup.com. To inquire about having Scott speak at your next convention, conference, sales meeting, or executive retreat, visit therainmakingpodcast.com.